Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. My kidneys are working extremely well for the gallons of liquid I put into them every day. I hope it stays that way. Oh, man. Like, even the science in this makes zero. Like, every... Okay. (laughs) That's that's it. Okay. (laughs) That's already started. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. Matt, we have someone to thank this week. Yay! Uh, Matthew Laserwitz. Thank you. That... That... That is amazing. Thank you, Matthew. I don't his know. wits are made of lasers. That's Wait, how fast his wits are. <laughs> That's he's gonna he's gonna be a superhero. Exactly. Uh, uh, on to this week's episode. It is Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble, episode AABF04. Originally aired December sixth, nineteen ninety eight. Written by John Swartzwelder, directed by Mike B. Anderson. Received a seven point two rating, approximately seven point two million viewers. Finished fifty fourth in the ratings. For that week, tied with a new episode of Brothers Keeper. What? What is Brothers Keeper? I've never even heard of that. So it was on show on ABC. Um, not stitched up single dad raises his young son while keeping his hard partying pro footballer brother in line. Oh boy, that lasts what three, four episodes? Episodes twenty three episodes, so one season. Oh wow, that's better than I thought. Don't recognize any of the people in it. Um. The chalkboard gag, I am not a licensed hairstylist. All right. <laughs> I want to see that episode. Haven't they had, I swear there's a haircut, ep- haircutter episode, isn't there? No? Am I just imagining that? I, if there is, it's past season 20, because I don't remember it. No, that's, that's what I mean. I'm very hazy. Uh, couch gag family are uh, uh, frogs, again. Again. I think they, I think this is a repeat, right? Right. Um, the episode begins with the family going to a western ghost town. Which is fun. If you live out west and they have those kind of things. Yeah. I mean, there's ghost towns everywhere. There's just not much of a... There's not really, like, tourist attractions in most other places. Like, there's plenty of towns in... Every, like, every state has towns that kind of just vanished. Because the industry that supported them dis- disappeared. It's just... They're usually monuments to sadness. Not really like, hey, this is fun. <laughs> it's not fun. The Western ones can kind of be fun because everyone has this wonderful idea of what the Old West was, even though most of those ideas are horribly wrong. So they're on the way. The car breaks down in front of the restroom because uh, the sticker that was in front of the engine check engine light fell off the piece of tape, I should say, which <laughs> I always I never put a tape over my check engine light. You just stare it down every time you get in your car like, yeah, I know. I um, know. Yeah, every day you look at it and go, not today. Not today. <laughs> what do we say to the check engine light? <laughs> not today. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. No, it's good. It's great. Uh, it Unfortunately, it breaks down right in front of uh, the retirement castle, and we got a nice homage to the Walking Dead. Not Walking Dead. Oh, no. The Living Dead. Oh, wow. Night of the Living Dead. Walking uh-huh. Dead has co- co-opted my zombie... My zombie cultural zeitgeist, even though Night of the Living Dead is much better. But we get Grandpa basically force his way on the family because they're parked there. It's his birthday, for God's sake. They might as well take him to the... He'd be better off if he had just stayed at the retirement castle. Yeah, that's true. His life would have been so much better. It would have been. Um, uh, They take on Grandpa. They go to the old town, the old ghost town, and they go on a tour. Uh, Very educational. This should be very educational. I want you kids to pay attention. Founded by prostitutes in 1849 and serviced by prostitute express riders who could bring in a fresh prostitute from St. Joe in three days, 
Bloodbath Gulch quickly became known as a place where a trail hand could spend a month's pay in three minutes. Three minutes? I never realized history was so filthy. First on our tour is the whorehouse. Then we'll visit the cat house, the brothel, the bordello, and finally the old mission. Oh, thank heaven. Lots of prostitutes in there. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Marge. She didn't ever realize history was so filthy, but it is. Uh, History is filled with violence and sex, just like TV. (laughs) (laughs) Very entertaining. Uh, I really, I like, like, my memory of this episode is that I don't like it at all. Yep, that sounds right. And you watch this first act, it's really funny for the most part. It is. It's one of those things. We have a lot of episodes that are just they're just funny. The Simpsons are always about the balance between funny and, uh, you know, heartwarming kind of thing. And this episode, I feel like they were trying to go a lot with the funny and and, and at the end, just wrap it up with some heartwarmingness. Uh, They succeeded pretty well with the funny. I mean, there's lots of good jokes in this. I mean, even when the episode starts to go downhill in the middle, there's some good jokes. But this first part is hilarious. I love seeing Marge break down in, in the idea of the, the reality of the Old West. That's just hilarious. Yeah, we get uh, uh, several Westworld refer- – more West- Westworld references. Uh, and now it's even more <laughs> – it's uh, relevant because of the new show uh, with the Western robots everywhere. Uh, yeah. They abandoned the tour very quickly because – who goes on the – I don't – am I alone in that I hate the tours of these old historical places? I like exploring it on really my own. It depends on the tour guide. Because <laughs> like a lot of times with the tour, if you get a good tour guide, they'll take you places and tell you interesting things that you won't find on your own. Uh, but sometimes if you get a really bad tour guide, uh, as, as we recently did in St. Augustine, uh, <laughs> they can be a waste of time. That's what I mean. Like, I think usually I get the bad tour guide who just is like literally reading off information that I can read myself and do it faster. Yeah. Uh, and I, then I can, and I can take my time and actually like, Hey, I want to enjoy this view for a couple minutes and not have to be walking away. Um, but the Simpsons abandoned the tour because Homer is not interested in history. He is interested in getting drunk at the animatronic saloon, uh, who, and who he, when he learned, unfortunately he learns from the very not animatronic bartender that they do not serve alcohol. seen so many robot cowboys? Hey, robot, get your fat metal ass down here. First of all, I'm not a robot. And second, I got this metal ass in Nam, defending this country for lazy jerks like you. Now, what do you have, partner? Let's see. One, two, three, six whiskeys. All right. We only serve sarsaparilla, Mac. No alcohol. Oh. You can get drunk when we get home. Duh. Hey, these cards are mine. Now look what you've done. I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. Let's forget this whole thing happened. What the heck is this, a tea party? Somebody kill somebody! What is it with you and robots? <laughs> what is it with Homer and robots? Oh, is it because Homer's a giant jerk who treats them poorly and then gets beat up by them? Like, you know, the everyman? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I, it's not that Homer's not a jerk in this first act, because this episode is squarely in, my God, Homer is so awful, I can't. I cannot, I can barely even, like, watch him, let alone root well, for him. That's, that's season 10 in general. It was like, how do we make this show funny still? We, we do this. Let's make Homer the 
biggest butthole possible. <laughs> he's so it's that, but it, when he's mistreating a lobster or robots, you don't care, right? It's fine because they're not re- like it. I have made my stance on lobsters very clear, and robots are not people. <laughs> But then we get uh, the next this that we get a uh, Homer being wanted for lewd behavior. Uh, <laughs> why would if they're <laughs> that that psych is very strange to me because if they were putting out posters for they would make them old timey like they have to have yellowed paper for Homer for a wanted poster for Homer uh, whatever yeah that's pretty impressive and then they have uh, then we get the shootout which that's pretty that's that's a a good. Like this is a good Western ghost town when they have the fake shootout. Well, it's it's good but not accurate. <laughs> eh, I they I mean you just get a bunch of guys just shooting off as many of the the flash capsules as they possibly can in a short yeah. amount of time. Some of them fall over. Some of them are shooting wooden uh, Native Americans. Some of them are shooting at the patrons. Whatever. It's still at least you get actors. You know you have people there that are participating. It's not just a historical village basically there's actual like stuff um we also see old curly who used to work there then he got fired and now he's dead yeah yeah uh he was uh w- sorry what was he the preacher i think it was he was right he now? was the preacher yes yes he was the preacher and, and now he just uh hangs around he's very sick but everyone just laughs at him because they're not sure if he's you know but he's yeah. literally drowns the he he dumps his head in water He's just under there. No one helps him. All right. Nope. Good. That's commitment to the bit right there. I mean, I think this is all like, even in this bit that I, the, the, the first act that I largely enjoy, like there's little bits and pieces. You're like, Oh, it's the same tone of like, Oh, let's laugh at this alcoholic guy. He's dead now. Ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? Uh, ha 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 ha. The bar, uh, is where Abe is at. Abe has been at there the entire time while the family's doing a bunch of other stuff. Drink at Sarsaparilla because it's the only place you can get Sarsaparilla. Can't get it in Springfield. I believe there has been more of a recent uh, resurgence of Sarsaparilla as a, like a craft brewed item. Uh, now there's sassafras. Yeah, the we looked up sassafras. Sassafras was the main ingredient of Sarsaparilla, and sassafras makes you sweat when you when you ingest enough of it. And people mm. thought that was good for you. So you drank sarsaparilla to sweat, which... Because that makes sense. I sure. So they leave. Uh, Abe has drank about uh, like a dozen sarsaparillas. That's a lot of sarsaparilla. Uh, and he has to pee. Uh, unfortunately, Homer cannot stop. Ah, can't get a good sarsaparilla like this back in Springfield. It angries up the blood. <laughs> you like it, huh? Up dirt! <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom before we leave? We gotta get home. I don't want to miss inside the actor's studio. Tonight it's F. Murray Abraham. But I really need to... F. Murray Abraham. (laughs) There's a rest area. Pull over. Can't stop. No, we're making great time. Can I go behind a tree? What are you, an animal? Whoever keeps saying, please stop back there, better quit it. Oh. Wow, get a load of that toilet. Please go back. You can make it my birthday present. We're almost home, Dad. Only a couple more times over the horizon. But I might explode. You just sit back and relax. I'm not going to let anything happen to my old dad. Oh, dear God. This man's kidneys have exploded. 
There's nothing left. Oh, no! Yeah, that's what happens when you get older. It's one of those natural things. Beautiful in its way. Uh, actually, his kidneys were fine yesterday when he had his annual checkup. Excuse me, doctor. I think I know a little something about medicine. Homer, with all due respect, this x-ray reveals a textbook kidney blowout, which would explain those loud pops you heard. So, you're saying I don't need a new muffler? I don't feel so good. Maybe I ought to eat something. Oh, I'm afraid your eating days are over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Grandpa. Here, man. I'm here. Oh, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> you know, is that the sound of this episode crashing that, and burning? That, that's the sound of this episode uh, driving off of a cliff. <laughs> uh, is it because? And I'll try just to do this once. That's not how kidneys or bladders or any of this works. Because I don't know if you've ever had to hold it for a really long time, but eventually your body just kind of gives up. <laughs> and you and it's go like, well, I'm not holding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's not the only that is one of the reasons or like it is completely ignoring uh, actual biology, bi biology, chemistry. like and that. But that's a minor quibble, honestly, in, in my list of grievances. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to play that entire sequence. Because that entire sequence, I think, is important. Because we sit through a minute of Homer being incredibly cruel to his own father. Like, hours of sitting in a car having to use the bathroom and just ignoring him for hours. That in, And that's, it's like... That's it, horrific. It's really, it's awful. Like, if, if you did that to a kid, you if, if Homer did that to Bart, that'd be, uh, like... Uh, uh, neglect and Homer's just blot like Homer's behavior. Like, okay, one taking at face value. Okay, sure. Abe's kidneys burst. So, sure, I will. I ha I'll accept that in the Simpsons reality, holding it for too long made Abe's kidneys burst. Okay, right. Your not your kidneys, not your bladder. Where, not, where they, <laughs> urine actually collects. <laughs> yeah, that's it's your kidneys. Which again. Okay, I, there, there is no bladder in the Simpsons universe. I guess not. I, what, whatever. I just get past that. We're talking about plot holes and, in this listener question this and week. And then you get to the point where Homer is even more of a jerk and blames age. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Come on, man. So <laughs> I take that. Oh, Homer geez. does like just lets his father sit for hours having with with intense pain and in in discomfort and just going, yeah, whatever. We'll just keep driving because I need to go watch TV. And then they get to the they're at the hospital, and I take it for. Granted that Abe's kidneys have burst. Homer's just like, meh, eh, whatever. Eh, sure. Sure. Uh, and we go to commercial. Have fun. And when we come... Yeah, yeah, thanks. At least this one's short. Uh, <laughs> you, you had a long one this time. I did. That's very true. Um, yeah. Uh, at this point, it's very obvious that Abe needs a replacement kidney. Uh, so, let's say wackiness ensues. How long do I have to live, Doc? <laughs> I'm amazed you're alive now. Oh, I blame myself for this. We all blame you. Come on, Doc. There's got to be something I can do to help my dad. Well, you could give him a kidney. A kidney? Okay, fine. You see, the waiting list for a kidney is very long, and... I said fine. What is it about the word sure you don't understand? Oh, thank you, son. Hmm. I'll take the left one. It's good and springy. Though the right one's not without its charms. So, yeah, 
Uh, I really enjoy that Marge is, is straight on point sitting here saying, we all blame you because you're being a horrible person. I, I, yeah, I actually, I did laugh. I chuckled at Marge. Is like, we are all blaming. And like, think that Marge yes. is like, Marge is like us. She's like, what is, what? But at least, and, and like, it feels like, okay, there, there is an arc here. Homer is like, okay, I will give my father a kidney. He never takes necessarily, and he takes any blame for making Abe's kidneys explode. But he does say, "No, I will, I will donate one of mine." Uh, which you know, that's an okay. Like I'm okay with Homer making mistakes as long as he learns as some sort of or tries arc. to correct them. Yeah, some sort of arc to an episode. So I am like this. It's not like uh, the, actually this episode as an overall episode. Like it could have been drugged back out. Of uh the the pit it could have been it could have been it could have been good if this was about Homer you know coming to terms with it and not well we'll we'll get there yeah <laughs> um, so uh, the family goes home they they're treating Homer like a hero at this point they seem to have forgotten that it's his fault this all happened and they're like well okay this is this is good for Homer at least he's going to try and make it right that's better than he usually does uh, I mean they're they basically uh, brought him his favorite foods. Uh, Bart has read in him all of his favorite ape movies, including the airline version of Apes a Poppin, which, okay, I don't know why anyone wants the airline version of anything, but sure. Homer wants the most generic, like, anesthetized, like, vanilla version of every movie. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, at this point, however, Homer does the worst thing he could possibly do and goes to the guys at Moe's who know nothing about how the actual world works. Let's put it that way. Well, I gotta hand it to you, Homer. You're really brave to go through with this operation. It's not an operation, Mo. The doctor says it's just a procedure. No, no, no. Making polenta, that's a procedure. You're talking about deadly, life-threatening surgery here. Really? You think it's dangerous? Oh, yeah. And, and even if you survive the operation. Procedure. Deadly procedure. Whatever. The point is, with only one kidney... You won't be able to drink yourself stupid no more. No, you're just trying to scare me. Plus, they'll put you on one of those organ donor sucker lists. Everybody who wants an eyeball or a spine or a vestigial tail will be after you. But I don't want that. Listen, I'm just going to get right to the point here. Can I have your buttocks? I mean, if you die, they look pretty comfortable. Yeah, I guess. And uh, are those your original lips? Well, actually, I... Hey, quit harvesting me with your eyes! Oh, yeah, that would look so good on me. So this this episode has gone off a cliff, but I love this scene of them carving him up and not at all understanding how organ donation works. I, like, you realize it only happens after you die, right? I, I'm going to – Matt, I apologize for what I'm about to do. Uh-oh. And I Because I read this online and then immediately I went, oh, yeah, that's true. And because it, and it has happened a lot recently where okay. trips to Moe's – is like I don't know why it it feels like a very it, a reoccurring plot device. Walter Homer is always exposed to the stupidest ideas possible. So well, on Jerk Homer episodes, I assume he has to take at least one trip there. <laughs> exactly, and I think that's enough, like that's what this is. It feels like very much like uh oh, Homer needs to be scared. So let's have him go to Moe's. Um, it's like, hey, let's get a bunch of blue collar guys together. Because you know what happens when you get a bunch of blue collar guys or white collar women together? They basically fear monger each other into being terrified about something stupid. Those are awful stereotypes, Matt. I will not. That's I. I there's plenty of non blue collar men that are also stupid. That's true. But I'm saying <laughs> in general, when you get these those two groups together, they will fear monger about different things. But they will fearmonger each other for no particular reason. 
I mean, I'm not saying they're all are you, dumb. Are you, I'm just Matt, saying that's Matt, what are you, are you saying spreading fear isn't fun? Uh, I, I, I'm saying that it's what dumb people do to have fun with each other. <laughs> okay. All right. That's all the hate mail. Uh, the Simpsons show at gmail.com. Please just sit it right there. I don't. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> anyway. I don't need that. Mo- moving on. No, no hate mail, please. Uh, you know, uh, send it to my non-existent Twitter account. Uh, but now that Homer has been sufficiently scared, uh, he walks back his commitment to donate his kidney to Grandpa and wants to donate his artificial kidney that he created, which Marge reveals to us is a whistle glued to a beer can. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just. Oh my! <laughs> Whistle glued to a beer. Yeah, that'll work. Just a kidney. It's not like we uh, still haven't figured out how uh, artificial kidney would work. No, no. I mean, you just get a machine, and you hook people up to it, right? That's right. And you make them go three times a week uh-huh. as an artificial. Mm-hmm. That's an artificial kidney. <laughs> it's like a substitute. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, at this point, we get a nice flashback uh, as Marge tries to remind Homer about all the wonderful things his father has done for him. We get a flashback showing that. He hasn't. Uh, he basically skipped out on reading to him and then drugged Homer to put him to sleep. Uh, Homer, of course, being Homer, misinterprets this as actually having a good father. Well, I, I, Matt, I don't. Why is this episode so cynical? Because occasionally there's a group of people out there who believe that the Simpsons humor is based around cynicism and not satire. Uh, they probably don't understand the difference. I And it is going to be. It, this is season 10 and 11 and 12. The, the Mike Scully years. They're, this is what, like, instead of actual character growth and reflection of Homer going, oh, yeah, Abe actually, there were moments when he was a good father. Instead, we get this flashback scene to him giving Homer ni- uh, NyQuil so he'll fall asleep. And Homer going, oh, how sweet. And, like, why can't there just be sincerity? Because no one is sincere. Everyone is bad. I, I, don't, I don't know if you know that. But that's, that's that's a good thing. That's a good, you know, uh, philosophy. And like Homer literally says, everyone is wrong but me. Or everyone is stupid but me. I believe it is his words yeah. earlier in the episode. And that is, I feel like, hey, that perfectly represents what Homer is in this this era. It is, yep. Everyone's- I mean, fair, that quote is actually from, from him in Homer the Heretic. But that was all about hubris. You're right, Matt. They took that quote and then they actually made an episode about it. Weird. Yeah, instead of <laughs> the, the opposite. Uh, it's you could show the families having good doing good things for each other. It's OK to do that. What? I, no. I yeah. I please continue. Oh, sorry. I forgot <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, at this point, uh, Homer has reminisced about a being a wonderful father to him. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, but Homer makes Marge promise to blow up the hospital if anything goes wrong, which she says she absolutely will, uh, because, uh, Marge doesn't know how to lie, I guess, or, or hopefully does know how to lie and actually won't do it. Anyway, moving on, uh, we then get Homer, uh, some point in the future, hopefully the next day, where he is sent to the hospital to sign some paperwork. And, uh, this is pretty much the Simpsons view of medicine, uh, encapsulated. Doc Martens to podiatry? Liability waiver. Don't read it. Just sign it. Yeah, but all these skulls and crossbones on here, I don't usually sign stuff like that. It simply says you won't hold us responsible if you die as a result of gross negligence. It's a standard form. Oh. Uh, yes. So, yep, that's that's how it works. Uh, you can't sue them under any circumstances if they make a mistake. I... They Isn't are, how medicine works? You can never hold somebody responsible if you just sign your life away? I believe that... No, I don't. Matt, it's... 
they really try and stack the deck to make what Homer's Homer's behavior acceptable. Like they try and do as much as they possibly can because it's a ridiculous thing to begin with. Like Homer being okay. I buy Homer being afraid before a major surgery is very understandable because I would be petrified. But if my father needed a kidney and I was a, a per, I needed to donate one, I would I would be petrified. I would still go through with it. And so they and we Homer is a good person, right? At the at the end of the day, Homer's a good guy. That is, I think, for me, a basic principle of The Simpsons. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's that's just the way it works. Okay. I, I... And so they have to do all these things to try and make us believe that Homer would do this because we have to – I still fundamentally believe, yes, my version of Homer is a good guy. So he has to be scared by the guys at Moza who's who's like uh, doing conspiracy, conspiracy theory whispering about how they're going to steal his organs while he's asleep. And uh, he has to uh, worry about you know this liability waiver because the, the hospital is telling him that they're going to – they they're not liable if he dies, which is not true. And but like they have to do all these things because otherwise it just makes Homer like like more of a monster. And the pro- and like when you do that, it's not only does it make Homer the character look awful, it makes you look stupid <laughs> because you have liability waivers which don't ex- exist. But um, yeah, it's 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 just stack. It's when you, it it's when you have a flawed foundation, you have. You build up these layers of stuff to try and compensate, and it doesn't matter. It just it compounds the issue. It does not make anything better. Right. So, eh. Uh, this uh, there's not much more to this act. Uh, I'll move on to let Robbie talk some more. Uh, <laughs> oh, they are in the OR. Everyone's getting ready. Grandpa thanks Homer for what he's about to do. The d- Doctor Hibbert looks away for a second, and looks back, and Homer has jumped out the window and hopped on a railroad push cart. And then we go to commercial. <laughs> Like you thought the last act went off a cliff. This act. I mean, here, 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 here we go, here we go again. That's them off the. This is like Homer falling down the ravine. It is. It is. It that he he got. I mean, we haven't even gotten to him falling back back down the ravine. I think this is still the first falling. Um. So Homer runs away on a railroad pushcart. Which sure, I, I and I think that's the. This episode really. It uses a lot of cartoony things to try and counteract the seriousness of the situation. You know, like it, it has Homer on a railroad pushcart. It has the, the almost the entirety of this third act is incredibly like wacky. Like it's it's not a down to earth solution. It's not a down to earth arc. It is Homer going getting lost on a, sh- uh, a ship of lost souls. Like think of uh, Homer's triple bypass. Which is, I think, a very – it's a, 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 a relatively close comparison. Right. Homer's Triple Bypass is incredibly it's, – it's very serious and has Homer confronting having to go into surgery and maybe even losing his life. Like, it's very down to earth. And they try and do their best to kind of liven it up with a lot of humor around the edges. But there's no ship of lost souls. Uh, there's no whistles glued to beer cans. Uh, there's no apes a poppin'. There's no railroad. There's no him driving railroad pushcarts down an actual street, which is how this act actually begins. Uh, Homer goes to the docks, thinking he can live at sea. At no point does Homer show any kind of regret. Nope. About just abandoning his father to What's die. What's regret? Why would you regret anything? I. And that's a Homer's like not human in this. No. Homer is, and like this is just it's just Homer like. 
like traipsing around the world as as jerk homer captain wacky just doing things without any reason he doesn't show regret for killing his father because that is what he just did twice now uh i mean or con- condemning abe to live off dialysis for the rest of his life uh homer just goes oh i guess i have to leave now goes to the docks yeah the- he completely ignores the option of going back. Yeah, there's no... He's just abandoned his family. Like, And that's the problem with this episode, the way it's structured. Like, it tries to do both and, like, have... Like, it has to be funny, but also have about this serious topic about Abe dying and takes no time to actually address, like, actual things. Like, oh, yeah, he's abandoning his family and he's abandoning his father to death. And Homer has feelings. He loves Marge. And his kids, and he like I he loves Abe. Like they they made a whole episodes about how he actually loves his father despite their kind of weird history. None of that. There's nothing. It's just oh, I have to go now because I'm afraid of surgery. Yep. So he goes to the docks, uh, gets some clothes, finds a taffy shop. Uh, excuse me, I'm fleeing in shame, and I'd like to look my best. Um, can I be a mate on your ship? Preferably first mate. Well, if you look closely, you'll see this is a taffy shop shaped like a ship. Oh, I like taffy, but I don't deserve taffy. Uh, taffy's pretty good, to be fair. At least he understands what he's doing is terrible, kind of, sort of. Kind of, but I don't know. It just goes like, oh, well, we can't actually... It It is so afraid of spending any time on, on emotional beats. There's just none. There's nothing in this episode about it except there's one. Well, there, there, there will be one beat, and then it will be taken over by a joke. Yeah, there. It, it is so. It seems so terrified of giving us any kind of actual character. It feels like, oh no, we can't spend time with Homer being sad. Let's get to jokes. Oh, we can't have Homer actually showing regret for the her- terrible things he's done. Let's just have a joke about Taffy, which is fun. I like the joke about Taffy. I chuckled. Yeah, I like. Uh, call me. What's the name of the taffy shop? It's call me. It's like a call me Ishmael gag. Uh, call me. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember. Should have made a trivia question. <laughs> call me Delishmail. Ah, uh, which isn't bad. It's pretty good, actually. No, no, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so Homer doesn't get to join the taffy shop. Unfortunately, uh, we cut back to Abe. We have Krusty trying to cheer him up. Uh, kind of a uh. What's that? Uh, the Robin Williams movie, um, Patch Adams. Patch Adams it a little bit, which they've I, I they believe they've made that gag before, but they're doing it again. Uh, Homer goes and jumps on a ship. Doesn't know what the ship is, just jumps on it, uh, and we find out from uh, the sea captain that it is a ship of lost souls, aka Honeybutt. I'd like to apply for a job, any job. If you don't have a captain, I could be that. Yeah. What other ships have you been on? I've been on that one. The taffy shop. Good enough. <laughs> Welcome aboard. The ship of Lost Soul. The name on the back says Honey Bunch. Yeah, I've been meaning to paint over that. Now come and meet the rest of the damned. Did I mention they're Lost Souls? Well, actually you did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Homer's on now a ship of lost souls of people who we assume are also, you know, monsters who have done terrible things and uh, are simply left uh, wandering the earth alone for 
trying to, I guess, make up for their sins. I don't know. One of them looks like Peter Lorre. Uh, all the other ones look like kind of loose assemblage of characters from the 50s. Much Sounds like, about right. Much like Peter Lorre in the 40s. So we meet them. Uh, they And they tell their stories to Homer. Another Los Soles joined our world weary ensemble. Hey, who are you guys? <laughs> who are we? No one. Where are we sailing? Nowhere. Do we even exist? Who knows? <laughs> Let me off this thing. Oh, don't listen to him. We exist all right. <laughs> we wonder the seven is trying to forget. Forget what? Oh boy, here we go. My story of jilted love is long and bittersweet. If anyone has to go to the bathroom, go now. I don't want you walking around during my story. My story's better. It has tigers. I was born into wretched poverty. So one day, I stole a loaf of bread, put it in the freezer until it was very hard, then robbed a bank with it. And when Mr. Dinkley saw what I had done, I was banned from the car wash forever. Forever? How awful! I would have killed Dinkley for that. As you can see, we're a contemptible lot of cads, bounders, and tiger stabbers. Come, stranger, join our circle of infamy. Tell us your story of ennui. Well, back on land, my name was Homer Simpson, and I guess it is here too. I promised my dad one of my kidneys, but I chickened out at the last minute and left him on his deathbed. Good lord! Oh, how could you? I think I'm going to be sick. I stole this accordion from a blind monkey. But you! Disgust even me! Well, yeah, I know. The last time I trust the strangest people on Earth. I'm pretty sure Dr. Hibbert was there during the reveal. Yeah, I know I heard that voice. Yeah, the the, the lone black character uh, just has Dr. Hibbert's voice. So we Homer jumps on the ship of Lost Souls, and within two scenes, he's off the ship of Lost Souls. What do you feel about the ship of Lost Souls, man? You know, I kind of liked it. I liked the idea. I wish that it could have been part of an episode where it got more play. Like, I, I want to... The, hang out with those characters more like i want this the whole episode to be someone on the ship of lost souls and we gradually learn their stories and in the end they kick the person off like that could be an entire episode in itself it seems i don't know like like kind of a waste yes i agree with you i think the idea itself isn't bad i I don't think the ship of lost souls is a bad idea it's 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 very strange but of course they also go to a western ghost town with wacky robots at the beginning of this episode so it's not like it's totally inconsistent it feels just like it is just there and then it's gone. And like, why? Like the whole thing about oh, it's there to make Homer feel shame. Like, why not give him a down earth reason for him to feel shame? Like, a, to behave like a human. I guess is really what I'm asking for. Not just we have to send him on this adventure in the ship of Lost Souls, aka Honey Bunch, because we have some jokes for it and it's crazy. Like, but he couldn't just go sit down on a park bench and have some flashbacks about how he loves his father. And wants to right. make up what he did or how he goes like, yeah, I actually or talks to one person about fear, uh, uh, confronting fear about you know going to surgery, like any of that. Like, it's so afraid of that. It feels like and it, like a lot of these episodes, they feel like they're afraid the season 10 and past the Scully years. They feel like they're afraid to confront real emotion. Um, Homer resolves to go back and be a good person to actually commit to give his surgery, his surgery, give, give his kidney to his father in surgery uh 
he eventually gets there. <laughs> it takes him a little t- effort to get into the hospital, but he eventually gets in there. Abe doesn't get last rites because they are not Catholic, which Marge doesn't understand. Which you think Marge would... Maybe not. I would think Marge knows the religion well enough that they don't have last rites. You'd, you'd think so, but, you know. I don't know. Um, I do appreciate the fact that you... Matt, someone named Larry Hagman took another kidney? Your question mark? I and I corrected your miss. Larry Hagman who played I uh the played uh the the what was his rank in I He was a military man. He was in he was in space he was an astronaut. Um uh he he played the the main dude in I Dream Genie, he played uh JR in Dallas. Uh famously got a kit needed a replacement kitty and jumped ahead of the line. Oh, famously, huh? So we all should have known that. I knew it. Oh, I sure did not. I I knew it. Uh, but yes, he he jumped ahead of a lot of other people, and it was uh a lot of people alleged. Oh, it's because he's famous. That's the only reason he got his kidney quickly. Um, but they deny it. Whatever. But I do. I like that gag as well. I like the. <laughs> I like the fact that they have uh Larry Hagman having three hearts and five kidneys. Now he's Superman. But even though it is incredibly. It makes no sense, but whatever. This whole episode, you can't. I'm not going to try and judge it by actual yeah. uh, rea- reality. Um, Homer comes back and uh, makes you think, okay, there's a little bit of weird missteps along the way, but they're going to pull it all back. You know, here at the end, all they have to Homer has to come back, give his kidney win- willingly, and a lot of the sins of this episode would be fixed. Because it comes back around with Homer actually learning something and actually confronting his problems. Getting over his fear, essentially. Because this episode is not a bad premise. Homer is scared to do this, but if in the end he learned his lesson and he, he came back and he gave him the kidney, it would have been an okay episode. Not great, but okay. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Uh, Homer no. <laughs> Homer comes back, is about to go through the surgery again, uh, and then disappears again, runs out in the street. Uh, doesn't get hit. Uh, there's a, a truck driven by Hans Volvan that is carrying cars. It's a good gag as well. Uh, the truck stops just in time. A car slides off the top and smushes Homer. Uh, Homer wakes up in the hospital uh, with a little bit of a change to him. Try not to move, Dad. You swallowed a lot of motor oil. I'm sorry I ran off again. Oh, I guess Dad must be dead by now. When I get better. And after I built those shelves for the kitchen... We'll visit his grave. Grave nothing! I never felt more alive! Ha <laughs> ha! Oh boy, I shouldn't have done that. It's a miracle! You recovered! <laughs> what? What? Hey! While we were setting your broken bones and putting your blood back in, we helped ourselves to a kidney and gave it to your father. You butcher! Give it back! Give me the... Come on! You dance out that door, you... I'll get my kidney back, old man. You have to sleep sometime. I know you're a little peeved at Grandpa Dad, but you've done a wonderful thing. Yes, you've shortened your life significantly, so someone else can have a slight extension of theirs. I guess you're... Give me a hug. I don't need two kidneys. I have everything I need right here. Hmm. Dad, tickling me. Yes, tickling. And it gets even creepier at the end, if that was even possible. <laughs> my uh, my title for that clip was, They took Homer's kidney after he was terrible, and then made cynical, awful comments about it. Yep. Um. So Homer, instead of having Homer actually show any kind of character growth, instead, they... they <laughs> 
they fix his awfulness by doing something awful back to him and taking his kidney without his permission uh, and giving to his father. Then they comment about how actually it's a bad idea to give a kidney to Abe in the first place because Abe's going to die soon anyway. Uh, and then they end the episode with Homer saying, I'll just steal a kidney from my own son when in time is here. <sighs> I just... <laughs> Once again, ruined by the ending. I Yeah, it it is... I, I don't... Like, it's weird that this is a Schwarzwelder episode, because despite everything, Schwarzwelder usually is able to wrap things up in a bow, though the Cartridge Tram is also a Schwarzwelder episode, and I don't really like that one very much either. But it's not that this episode, it, like, I think it shows that he wrote this and that it's not messy. You know, like, it no. flows, everything connects, it, the, the dots connect, it's A to B to C. It's just dark and cynical. It is there, you know. There, there's no James L. Brooks ending. You know, Matt referenced that earlier in a, a Patreon episode today, and that's what this needs. It needs that. Hey, it's okay to have a charming, sweet ending to a story. It is okay to do that. And if this doesn't w- want to have any kind of sweetness or tenderness or sincerity, or earnestness between family members, Homer is just a complete and utter jerk. Awful awful behavior it makes me i don't i don't care about homer in this at all i don't care what he does because he's a a miserable person in this he's unremittingly awful and that's not homer to me and i think at a certain point we're gonna get enough of these episodes i'm gonna start stop talking about it i'm just gonna say it's awful homer and move on because that's it we're gonna have a lot of this for i guess for the, the scully years where it's just awful Homer years <laughs> yeah awful homer and i'm just gonna say hey, it's awful homer i what and what am i gonna do i don't like it but that's all it is you know it's it, it the ending is miserable it is terrible you could have eat if you end with homer willingly giving his kidney to abe sure there's some problems along the way but in the end it works itself out instead they go the way of homer getting hit like having incredible violence done to him a kidney stolen from him and then them rubbing it in his face. And that is not the same. That is not the same as Homer learning his lesson. They're, those are different things. Homer, they are. They Homer, are. And cynicism does not, you know, pave over that. No. Uh, Homer, like, you know, we talk about Homer getting his comeuppance. I mean, I, I think he has to get there himself. You know, I, I don't want him to be punished like he's a five-year-old kid. I want him to have, like, be, like... He's just become. He's become a child. He's he's like like his behavior is that of a preschool, which I don't doesn't does not please me. That's how that's the that it ends. It ends with that. <sighs> yep. Makes me up. It it makes me angry. But we'll move on. We'll rake it at the end of the show. No submissions for this for my favorite episode. However, if you Shocking. do have. <laughs> <laughs> if you do have a favorite episode, you can submit it to showpod at gmail.com explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. And I'll read it when we get there. Next up, Matt, it is time for our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I comb through the old alt.tv news group, see what people were talking about uh, the week or two after an episode debuted, what they thought of it, if there's anything else that pops up, sometimes continuity issues or the news. Um, most people thought this was bad, Matt. Whoa, they agree with us? I'm confused. I, I mean, a couple people think, think it's good. They really, they like it. Um, but most, like, overwhelming majority thought it was messy, or Homer was, like, messy, uh, too silly, uh, too much awful jerk Homer, like all of that. 
there's a, it's not all the same reason why they think it's bad, but a lot of people think it's bad. Um, and a lot of discussion about how kidneys don't work like that. Well, I'm glad somebody realized that. I mean, yeah, I, I you and like that's the thing. Like it, it, it's like a, it's a nitpicky, dumb thing. But and the but and it bothers me. But it's really not what the problem is in this episode. <laughs> like, sure, like it could be anything. Abe needs a. Abe needs Homer's help. Like that that's what it equals to me in the end of the day and it's Homer just doesn't learn and he's an awful person that I don't want I don't like or want to root for is the problem not that you know they get scientific facts wrong about how biology works or how kidneys or bladders work or how hospitals work but it's in, in Sp- it's Springfield general so they ha- they have they actually do have a paperwork that waves li- liability that's the only explanation right there might be another one, but it would probably involve aliens and magic. Let's go with the, the easy one. We haven't gotten there yet. Nope. No, King of Codis. King of Codis are not uh, canon yet. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. But that's about it. Not a bunch there. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the list of question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our list of question of the week this week is what plot hole bothers you the most? And the, I, you guys, I really enjoy these answers. You guys did a great job, as always. Uh, first from John, how to get out of the way. In episode 2F09, when Itchy plays Scratchy Skeleton like a xylophone, he strikes the same rib twice in succession, yet he produces two clearly different tones. Are we to believe that this is some sort of magic xylophone or something? Yes. I, I, I fully expected that answer. Um, someone had to fulfill it. Uh, from Jesse... <laughs> Uh, Homer and Abe destroying the farmhouse and Grandpa for sexual inadequacy, yet the farmhouse is still standing in E-I-E-I dough. Uh, and Holly adds on, and Grandpa mentioned that the farmhouse was foreclosed on in the 60s in Grandpa for sexual inadequacy, but he sold it to give Homer and Marge the money to buy their house in Lisa's first word. Yes, all true. Obviously a crooked real estate scam. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey, anything with Skinner's backstory, yeah, there's, you can't. A lot of this you can't figure. Most of these are just like, yeah, they made mistakes. Uh, James, uh, the Homer-Marge-Bart timeline. It has been established that Homer got Marge pregnant shortly after high school, being heavily implied that this is Bart, even being shown to be Bart in the delivery room. Yet Bart is 10 and Homer is 36, meaning the math got messed up somewhere. That 90s show established that Bart was born later in Homer's life, but it doesn't discount Marge's early pregnancy as too much as implied this still happened as others have mentioned it. The pothole is as such. What happened to the original baby, and why did they name two children Bart? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, we went into that a lot in our uh, you know new episode review for this week as well. So yeah, check the, that out if you have. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, from Chris, this has always bothered me. In Blood Feud, Marge says that Bart is allergic to butterscotch and imitation butterscotch. In the House Divided, she says she's going to make him butterscotch chicken. This will cause anaphylaxis. Is Marge guilty of Munchausen's by proxy? Mm. 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 Marge would be the mm-hmm. type. I. I not saying it is, not saying she is, but uh, Logan, they could have just dug under the dome in the, the movie. Uh, Carl addressed this in a future episode, but this oversight is still unforgivable for being such a crucial plot element. Also, in Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming, Bob is hiding in a Zeppelin. How? The helium would suffocate you, and brushing it away would do nothing. I, I really like this question. This isn't getting a lot of us. This is how I feel a lot of the weeks. Uh, from Holly, how did wait, Bart- wait, 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 wait? You are you're always yelling at me about my physics based uh, complaints, but when uh, when our viewers do it, you're totally on board with them. Matt, I don't, I, I think I humor your physics based complaints all the time. Fine. If you want to go off and rant about them, do whatever you want. You just have to overpower me with your words. Okay. 
I just think I just if I get the feeling from you that you just don't care enough. That's probably true. Okay. <laughs> lazy, lazy man. Uh, from Holly, how did Bart hear what the townspeople were saying to Timmy O'Toole in order to answer their questions in Radio Bart? Good question. Uh, from Rob, Frank Grimes having a fully adult son. Also, yep. In the episode, we we, will, we do not acknowledge. Oh man, uh, AJ, gonna say Krusty's ability to read. I feel like they've gone back and forth on that more than once. I don't lose sleep, but it sticks out when it's brought up. I agree, Joe. Since when does Mo go on rescue missions? Uh, I mean, uh, in the the Homer boxing episode, he rescues Homer. That sets the precedent, and they show him in the credits, like with his fan going everywhere. I think that's what that every time. Okay. Uh, Sean, what the hell has happened to Dr. Marvin Monroe? He was dead. Then he was sick. Now he's disappeared again. He's in a, some sort of plot black hole, I think. Plot vacuum. Uh, from Steven. Barney's Bolarama. Is this owned by Barney Gumble or not? Barney's Uncle Al? And if Al owns it, why is it called Barney's? <laughs> yes. I really well, <laughs> no one knows that uh, Barney Gumble is actually Barney Gumble Jr. And uh, oh. it was his father who owned it. It passed to his uncle because Barney was too young when his father died. Good. We Matt has just established headcanon for everyone. Uh, Sean yep. in Pug- Pygmalion, when Mo gets plastic surgery to make himself a movie star, why would his face go back to its completely original state after being crushed by a set piece? There would have to be some kind of middle ground between model Mo and kid ugly, right? I agree. And then, at the end, why did it go back to its original face? Eh, it doesn't make any sense when you think. Sorry, that was the episode I needed. <laughs> yes, I know, uh, but it's still very cogent. Uh, Lauren L. Columbia eighty eight. Whatever happened to Rex Banner? Did he survive the catapult? Because if not, the town of Springfield totally straight up murdered a federal agent. Uh, he's he's fine. He's living in a farm upstate. That's true. Rex Banner was a prepper. He was always wearing a parachute. Always, he always wears a parachute. That's actually a, like if you tell if Rex Banner's like said, yeah, I actually I wear a parachute uh, twenty four hours a day just in case. I would totally leave it. It is his yep. character. Uh, Cody echoes my goats. If the Guatemalan and Sandy Peppers can't have a boiling cauldron, how didn't they just melt the candle wax Homer had on his tongue? Or even before that, how did no one notice said candle wax? It was all over his face. I don't, sometimes, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know if they would have cared because he still ate the pepper. So, you know, technically that was what yeah. was required of him. Like a duck. Uh, Amanda drawn to insanity. Not so much plot hole, but how they keep redoing the decades in which Homer Arge and Homer met. Yeah. The retcons. Uh, employee a million at O Benjamin. How, just how is Homer able to outrun Marge's car in the opening? <laughs> Marge was obviously slowing down. Yeah, she's she's panicking, stomping on brakes, and it's slowing down the car, but the brakes are bad because it's an old car. Uh, one word long, at one word long, there's no way the family could have gotten that video from Selma on her honeymoon with Bob before the planned murder happened. JRC, Flynn, Springfield, dot, true. And that's actually, like, that's a real plot hole. That's actually a real plot hole. <laughs> like, there's, that's actually, uh, uh, they FedExed it or something, right? Sure. 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 Uh, it that was, cost a lot more back then, but Selma was totally willing to spend the money. She was she wanted to rub it in her face how happy she was to Homer. Yeah, maybe. What's your answer, Matt? Well, my obvious answer, uh, the biggest one, is all of the retcons involving you know when the children were born, what year they were born, you know, was it in high school, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, too many people have said that, so I'm going to go with Holly and say that uh, how did Bart hear the people talking to him in Radio Bart? Because you only he only had the microphone. How, how was he hearing them? The microphone it, it wasn't two way. There was no. It wasn't like a walkie talkie. And even if it was like a walkie talkie, what people it, somehow the button was permanently held down, but people could also hear him. It just didn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, I had an answer, 
Uh, but then uh, Rob reminded me about Frank Grimes Jr. So that's my answer. Because <laughs> uh, Frank Grimes Jr. is, yeah, that it doesn't make it like even I hate Frank Grimes Jr. The character, the his very existence is a, a front to my fandom. But also, how is he an adult? Like in any kind of timeline, it doesn't make any sense that how did when did Frank Grimes have a, a son and how it wasn't that long? Like, what did he father him when he was a teenager? Like, it doesn't it makes no sense. I mean, when he was teaching himself to feel pain again, uh, he was probably, you know, trapped to a, in a hospital room. So, hey, maybe he had some hookers stop by. Did Frank Grimes Jr. ever say whose mom was? He did. Well, I mean, he says, uh, I didn't know Frank Grimes Jr. had a kid. And the junior response, he happened to like hookers. OK, oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. Another terrible that, thing. In that, another awful thing in that episode. Uh, uh, thank you guys for uh, your answers. Next week's question. What is your favorite Dr. Hibbert quote? I don't think we've done this one before. And he, Hibbert does have a lot of good singers. Uh, post this question on all of our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons show pod, Twitter at Simpsons show pod. You can email us at Simpsons show pod at gmail.com. Like us and follow us at all those places. We appreciate it. Uh, and we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the no Google trivia challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. We've not yet really thought of, or at least we've, we've been throwing up the lawnmower uh, thing a lot so far, but we have not really officially decided on anything yet. Uh, we'll get it as in the mid-season rolls towards it. We'll figure something out in co- probably concrete terms. Um, I got some easy questions for you, Matt. You ready for it? All right, ready, Freddy. Uh, these are all from The War of the Simpsons. Your easy Ooh, question. Man, going way back. Mm, season two? Three? Mm, two. Two. What is the name of the legendary fish at Catfish Lake? I believe it will be General Sherman. That is correct. All right. All right. All right, so your easy question. What is the name of the quote-unquote bowling instructor that Marge almost cheats on Homer with? Me, Jacques. You are correct, sir. He's a, he's a bowling instructor. Is he not? Why, uh... I mean, I don't even know if he really is. He just latches on to Marge, and we never see him instruct anyone in bowling again. We do see him bowling again, so it's a possibility. He's a tutor. He's tooting. Sure. And does it? And you know, you you're a, a good bowler. You're not gonna get a lot of chances to like show off to a pretty lady like March, right? I mean, I assume it's true. The bowling alley is not, especially in a small town like Springfield. I can't imagine it's where all the the hot young women come. No, uh, it's, I, March was probably a. Uh, yeah, and you know, Jacques is, a, Jacques is a shady guy, so he doesn't really have scruples. Uh, your medium question, Matt. What are the ingredients, or at least the ingredients Flanders says, to Flanders Planners Punch? Okay. It is, uh, man, I'm not sure I'm going to get the sizes right. Uh, I believe it's a jigger of rum, a shake of bourbon, a little bit of creme de cassis for flavor, and... No, no, it's it's two shots of rum, a jigger of bourbon, which isn't a jigger, also a shot. I I'm not sure on my bark anything. Um, okay, <laughs> you're looking this up. You look it up while I think. I'm looking up how much is a jigger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with two shots of rum, a jigger of bourbon, and a dash of creme de cassis for flavor. My final answer. Repeat that. Two shots of rum, a jigger of bourbon, and a shot of creme, uh, a, a dash of creme de cassis, whatever that is. You're very close, Matt. Oh, man. It is three shots of rum, a jigger of bourbon, and Flanders' exact words, 
a little dabaroo of creme de cassis. Dabaroo. And a jigger is short of a shot of rum. A jigger is a completely arbitrary bartender's amount. Gotcha. It is a party down. You lied to me. It is. It is a jigger. I mean, it's not like it is a. There is a concrete amount of it, but it is in like a jigger is the name of the container. It is a measuring oh, device. Okay, gotcha. Measuring device called a jigger, which holds like four forty four milliliters of of liquid. So I, I think it was just the sh- that was a shape standard measuring shape that probably got standardized uh, bartending. Fair enough. Uh, what's my meme question, Matt? All right, you ready? Your medium question, what was the final bone broken by Lance Murdoch in Bart the Daredevil? The final bone? The final bone. The one where they say that's all of them. Oh, right, right. Um, It's a finger, I think. I want to say it's a finger. Is it like, I'll say it's a pinky finger? Ooh, I'm sorry. It's his thumb. He gives Bart a thumbs up and breaks him. Oh, right. A thumb. Forget about that. I knew it was a... Even though you think a Daredevil would break his fingers first, right? Right, fingers are so easily breakable. <laughs> yeah, they're really they're they're always out there. You're, you're really you use them a lot. All right, your hard question. Uh, Marge and Homer go off to the marriage retreat in War of the Simpsons. They leave a grocery list for the kids. What is on this grocery list? Is this the fake grocery list? Or no, the, the real, the real, list? the real grocery list. Oh man, um, I have no clue. I don't even remember there being a real grocery list. I just remember, uh, you know, what uh, Bart and Lisa fake grandpa had. Lisa Lisa's holding it as they walk through the grocery store. Oh, okay. Uh, ignoring it completely. Uh, broccoli, carrots, low-fat milk, yogurt, and fruit. Well, that seems pretty good. I, I enjoy most of those things. 2% milk. Eh. I don't drink regular, uh, cow's milk anymore. Sorry, beef milk. I don't drink beef milk. Uh, why do you say it like that? It's from Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. What's my hard question? All right, about? your hard question. In Burns Verkaufen der Kraftwerk... What do the Germans want to buy in addition to the power plant? Is it from Burns too, or is it just in general? I think it's in general, right? In general, yeah. Um, I think it's a baseball team. I want to say, but it's not like I think the joke is that it's not a like top tier team, but it's like a I don't remember. Um, New York Mets. I'm sorry, it's the Cleveland Browns. Dang, it's a football team. Okay, I knew it was a sports team. We couldn't remember. That's a yeah. But Cleveland Browns. See, I was right, but it was the wrong sport. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, so Matt and I both, uh, we've gotten to the point of the season where we're just stalemating each other with very hard questions. Um, I do have some bonus questions for you, Matt. Okay. These are all, uh, these are from John. These are about Krusty's Sideshow and supporting cast. Ooh. ooh and, uh, uh, you, you should be fine. You're smart, right? Sure. Okay. And Krusty gets canceled. Where's the fast food restaurant? Sideshow Mel gets a job. Uh, isn't it a gulp and blow? Two and a half words for you. Gulp and blow. What is the reason <laughs> Sideshow Mel is in- initially resistant from appearing at Krusty's comeback special? Uh, well, I mean, his new manager treats him with respect. And on their last episode, he poured liquid nitrogen down Mel's pants and cracked his buttocks with a hammer. That is that is very correct. What is the name of Sideshow okay. Mel's manager at the Gulp and Blow? Uh, Mr. Johansson. You're correct. Uh, name the various substances Sideshow Mel goes through during Krusty's canned food drive. Uh, the obstacle course from Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. You mean the slopsicle course? The slopsicle course. Uh, there's um, four things. Oh, God. Okay. Um, uh, here. Our, co- our contestants will drop out of my nose and blurp into a tub of... Rich Eggy Bernays sauce. <laughs> nope. Refried beans. Oh, that's, that's what they land in. Refried beans. Right, right. From there, they'll stumble down uh, a sluice of... I got, uh, for some reason, this is not coming to mind at all. You're right. Rich Eggy Bernays sauce is the next one. 
Okay. And how can we afford it? It's rancid! Rancid! And at the finish line, a scrumption parfait of three things. Total blank. Pudding, pickle brine, and detergent, where a writhing Ugh. pile of kids will blind will grope will grope blindly for Hot dogs. Hot dogs. You yeah, you got that one. Uh, the start of which episode shows Krusty with a new court-ordered sidekick, uh, Miss No Means No? Oh, I've completely detached that from the episode. I have no idea. Round Springfield. Uh, of course. Which side? Which which sideshow first appeared in I Love Lisa? Man. I have no idea. Dang. Sideshow Rahim. Oh, yeah. Angry. Ang- wait, wait, wait. That was in I Love Lisa? I thought that was in... Um... Uh, the one where Bart spends the summer, uh, Bart uh, After Dark. No, that's not Bart After Dark. That's, uh, where's my tab with the list of episodes? Bart of Darkness. No, his first appearance is I Love Lisa. Hmm, okay. Um, your final question. What is the name of Krusty's ventriloquist dummy, which ends up being kicked into the audience of Screaming Kids? Oh, this is going to take me a second. <laughs> uh, Senior Pepito? No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? What? Are you... What is go- what is going on? Are you okay, Senor Pepito? I don't know. What are you yeah, doing? it was a big. It, the, for some reason, that popped in mind, but that's the big cat. Um, it was one of his sidekicks. Um, oh man, are you are you like? I got did- nothing on this one. Alphonse. Alphonse. How is it something like a riding horse? I got you. Okay, Senor Pepito. Pepito, P-E-P-I-T-O. I, I, I know what you're saying. Thank you. I got it. I get it. I, you're good. You got most of them right, Matt, but you're you delight me with your... All right. We can move on to our final segment, a segment we end every single episode with. It's time for Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. This is a bad episode. Right, so are we thinking, I, I'm looking, you know, obviously down near, uh, you know, uh, when you dish upon a star, I don't think it's that bad. No, it is I, not. I feel like the opening act definitely elevates it a little it's, bit, but I am looking in the 190s. Yeah, it's funny. It has a lot, like, I laughed. On, like, I'm not going to lie, it said I didn't, didn't find the whole thing funny, but as the episode goes on and Homer gets just more and more awful, I just find it joyless. I just it it just becomes like this unpleasant experience where I'm spending time with this main character who's a monster who is like repeatedly condemning his own father to die after being the literal cause of his own father's uh injury and I don't know how to balance that out like it's funny I, I don't I, think there is a good balance like I think the bad definitely outweighs the good in, yeah, in rocket form that's the thing like I was rewatching it and I I obviously remember how I how much I disliked it the one and only time I've watched this episode and it sticks out in your mind because it is, it is the episode where Homer doesn't donate, uh, leaves his, leaves his own father to die. And I watch it again. I'm like, Oh wait, right. This first act is really funny. Like this, the ghost town shenanigans is really funny. And there's some like good guys in there. There's the honey bunch gag. Uh, like the ship of lost soul stuff. Isn't bad. Like it, it has its own charm. The second act, however, mm, uh, not great. And the jokes about, I like. I just can't get around. Like they make jokes about Abe dying and stuff, and I'm just like, that's not not terrifically yeah. funny to me. Uh, so it is it funnier than let's say like you look at like okay, Simpson Tide. I think is the most recent episode that's not when you dish upon a star because I think when you dish upon a star is definitely still the, the worst episode. It's worse than this. 
Um, right. Simpson Tide is 190. Is this better than Simpson Tide? Simpson Tide is really dumb and the jokes aren't very good. So I think this is worse than Simpson Tide. Yeah, I think it's just the mean spirit. And Simpson Tide is dumb, but this is just mean. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of these episodes with Mean Homer, and it's like, and especially Mean Homer to his family, explicitly his family members, is going to be the kiss of death. Yeah. I, when you at, like, I, I think I would put it second to last. I, I I'm think. okay with that. I mean, uh, Homer's Odyssey at least has a little bit of you know heart in it. Yeah, like I would rather watch Homer's Odyssey again. I'd, I'd rewatch Homer's Odyssey ten times before I watch this this episode again because this episode just makes me bummed, just makes me angry, yeah. frustrated. Um, so there, there you go. Not quite last place, but uh, I guess it can thank the fact that when you just want to start happened before it is the only reason it's not in last place. Homer Simpson in Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble. Is 197 on our list, just above When You Dish Upon a Star, just below Homer's Odyssey. First place is still Homer's Enemy. Don't think season 10 episodes are going to challenge it, at least none that I can think of. Um, our next episode is Mared to the Mob. Ooh, whew. that's going to be an interesting one. I mean, it has Mark Hamill in it. Exactly. So I like Mark Hamill. He's a good guy. Has Fat Tony. Episodes good... are always made better by Joe Montaigne. Yeah, Joe Montaigne generally does add to episodes. Uh, I have generally fond, fe- positive feelings for Mayor to the Mom, so we'll see. I, I can't be. It's not worse than that. I'll say that now. Nope. It's not worse than Kidney Trouble. Uh, you can find this list at our website, uh, SimpsonsShow.com. Um, I'm gonna. I'm working on that. Uh, the uh, website still. There may be issues with the website over the next week or two as I try and fix everything around them and move hosts. Um, so keep that in mind if you're visiting it. Um, but everything will be there. List our website. List the, the uh, this list links to our Facebook, our Twitter, our 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 everything, our Patreon. If you want to throw the show a couple dollars, we'd appreciate it. You can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Uh, please check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the Serial Fanatics about lots of nerdy stuff. Uh, most recent episode is the season, uh, our series finale of The Prisoner. We're talking about the last two episodes of The, the Prisoner. How insane they are! Um, Matt does not participate in social media. Unless you're a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. That's accurate. Uh, however, if you do whisper to me on the wind, uh, after it tells me Lowenstein, uh, I will get your message. What is that a reference to, Matt? Uh, that is uh, Fear of Flying. Fear of Flying, right. Lowenstein. My name is Wag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the subsets. Shh.